This is before the show, and our guest today is Samantha Rager. It's Rager, right? Yep. Awesome. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I do say our because it's uh, I'm having the rest of the team participate in this for the first time. Uh, so new experiences. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's Liz. Dave, why don't you introduce uh, yourself? Howdy. <laughs> awesome. Um, so this is before the show. It's kind of a get to know you a little bit. Um, we want the audience to kind of be teased into wanting to come to the show. And I think of this as kind of a, an interview teaser, so to speak. Oh, well, hopefully we can tantalize them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll try our best, but that sounds rather weird the way that you just phrased it like that. <laughs> I, I like her choice in words. Um, have you ever been asked to do an interview before a show like this? Um, not like this, no. This is a first. What do you think of it? I So far, so good. <laughs> right on. Um, how long have you been doing stand-up? I have been doing stand-up. Uh, last month was my seven-year anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. That's uh, That might be the well, longest of anybody we've had on the show so far. Longer than some people's marriages. <laughs> That's... I'll start getting the seven-year itch. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How did you get into comedy? Um, I, I was going through like a weird time in college. Uh, I was getting close to graduation and I figured that I had spent so much time, uh, going towards academics that I didn't have anything for myself. I didn't, I kind of felt lost. And I saw a class at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle in Royal Oak. And it introduced me to this whole underground comedy community in the Metro Detroit area. Yeah, it's uh, I've recently gotten to know some of the people in that community. Uh, Lena Gonzalez, Jay Hunter, um, to name a couple. David Shank's a great guy. Um, so it's, I think I'm not even close to where you are at like seven years. Um, but they're definitely, I don't know, enticing me to want to do this more and more try to build yeah, they, shows they are they're great and they're they're they have a lot of gumption like they're out there and they're out there working it oh yeah and it like it adds something to each of their individual acts agreed um do you have a specific comedian or actress um who inspired you to like do this or did you see a specific female comic in the Detroit scene that like made you want to like oh yeah I could definitely get on stage I have things to say <laughs> I, I was I was weird in that I was making people laugh in in high school 
And so I kind of like fed off of that. And I, I didn't see a female comic in the Detroit scene for a while. Like I was going to like a lot of open mics with my classmates and um, didn't stumble across one until like probably two or three months in. Uh, and it was a Laugh Riot Dolls show comedy club. And Heather Koslikowski was the founder. And I thought they were amazing. And I'm like, oh, I, I hope to be this good one day. Interesting. I, uh, I'm sorry. I was having some uh, semi-technical difficulties on my end with some physical equipment that was falling on me. So I got a little <laughs> distracted. Um, but I heard uh, Heather, what was her last name? Slikowski. And is she still, like, in the scene? She lives in L.A. now. Oh, wow. Okay. As they so often do, I'm noticing. Um, yeah. Every couple of years, there's another wave that goes to either coast. Yeah, I got to do a show with, uh, well, we, we got to do a show with uh, Jeff Horst in December. Um, and then, like, a month later, he, like, moved to L.A. And I was like, oh, wow. I guess I didn't understand where you were headed so quickly. I also, uh, <laughs> like, he's really, he was really talented. It was a really great show. Um, yeah, he's he's a great comic. I think he's been doing it nine years now. Because he, he was a two years in when I first started. Well, maybe you will have a, uh, well, we hope the, a similar trajectory or better trajectory even. Maybe the mitten has uh, has a good hard grasp on me right now. <laughs> I I feel similarly in some ways that are solid love hate. Like those winners kill right now. Like we're just getting through it. Yeah, and they... I'm happy. But you, if you'd have talked to me two months ago, I would not have been happy. Just every day for a while. <laughs> Can't do it. Um, how was the experience of doing stand-up different from what you expected it was going to be when you first started doing it? I know it's like looking back seven years is kind of a long time, but I guess answer to the best of your ability. Um, I think it was finding my voice that, that was different than what I expected. I think in my mind, I thought of it kind of as a play and that I was constructing this character um, that I was going to be. And I had this, uh, like a party girl, um, my first couple of, of months doing it. And it was hard for me to keep on writing jokes from that persona because it wasn't me. And so a lot of stuff like felt inauthentic and it completely fell flat until I started writing stuff from a, a genuine point of view. Yeah, I, I, I totally relate to you. Like, I've never been really much of a partier. Um, I've had my moments uh, and they were raucousy for sure to the point where I was like, I don't know if this is something I should be doing. So I just like <laughs> stopped. Um, like, I don't drink alcohol much. Uh, as a, somebody who's about to turn 30. Like if I, I look at my friends and I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I guess I don't drink at all, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a show that you've done uh, as a stand-up comedian that like is a sort of personal high point so far for you? Um, 
I think the night of my album recording was like a personal high, um, just because so many people were there and it was a ton of friends and family and just feeling that love uh, around me uh, felt amazing. Yeah, I got to hear parts of it and it, it's definitely, uh, there's an energy in the room that you definitely command. Uh, it's it's definitely, it was enjoyable, every bit of it. Um, is there a... a humor topic that you think has become cliche and on the same sort of on the on the flip side of the coin is there something that you think will always be funny um very morbid but i think death uh for me death and anything dark will always be funny i definitely think there's a way to find humor uh sadness um and then in terms of cliche, uh, uh, most misogynistic jokes, uh, and I'm surprised at how often you, you can still hear my open mics, uh, cliche at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm with you for sure. Um, I'm going to sort of take a back seat for a second. Uh, I'm going to let Liz... Uh, ask you a couple questions. I sort of hijacked a question that was supposed to go to her uh, out of instinct. So I'm going to apologize now and Liz, take it away. <laughs> Hi. Um, some people just say that women are naturally less funny. Do you think it's just a matter of women having less practice, like um, social conditioning? or? I think it's like a like a yeah an intimidation thing uh, i think that humor can be viewed by some as like a power move uh and stand up especially when there's one person and you're supposed to control an audience and a lot of people are still like that that dudes mm -hmm. should be in that that commanding role it's interesting to see see the reactions to an audience like when i walk out i can automatically see the faces of some guys like crossing their arms and being like nope and i have to work so hard to win them over mm -hmm. uh on on the flip side there's occasionally some significant others who are with their uh their boyfriends or husbands or whatever who arms folded they uh they will glare at their boyfriend or significant other if they laugh it's a weird dynamic oh yeah um and in your experience how could stand-up attract more female comedians um <laughs> uh if guys wouldn't go after them like their sharks and blood just went into the water <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i see, like anytime i see like a new female comic and i'm like and at an open mic i'm like oh that poor that poor girl uh they look are like seagulls to a french fry um and they're very aggressive in how much they hit on female comics that uh some away from the scene the good thing is that in the Detroit scene lately, I've seen a lot, a lot more female comics, and I think it's because there's a, a sense of camaraderie and like the open mics in in groups, uh, like the buddy system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can help. Um... 
Dave, did you have a couple Comment? questions? Uh, yeah, but my, I was thinking that my questions might be better at the end, to be honest. Okay, I can, I can hear you. Um, Sam, where do you find the most inspiration when you're writing? Ooh, uh, anger. Um, I, I suck at, like, um, like, arguing with someone in person, and it's almost like those, uh, those thoughts where something you're like oh i wish i would have said that in the middle of this argument um and i just use that i'm like well they wouldn't have probably listened to me anyways in the argument but if i can make an entire audience laugh i think uh, <laughs> yeah no that's hilarious I think there's actually i think there's actually a french saying something about the argument that comes to you at the bottom of the stairs or something like that uh, like, you you think of the comebacks after the situation is over, and then it's too late. They're always the best ones, too, it seems. Oh, yeah. As. <laughs> like, oh, man, I wish I would have thought of that 45 seconds ago. I could have killed and murdered that person. <laughs> but now I'm just, like, stuck with this feeling of, like, oh, what it would have been like. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate that some people have to live in that perpetually. Like, that would suck. <laughs> um, I'm very grateful to comedy. <laughs> do you have somebody in your life, whether it's a parent or uh, a sibling, uh, maybe a significant other, that just doesn't get your jokes at all? Um, my, my dad... Um does not understand my jokes and he's he's starting to be more supportive of comedy but um prior to like a couple he would watch some of my stand up and be like well i i guess i can see why some people might think you're funny <laughs> oh man that's that's the worst oh damn dad yeah that's <laughs> i can see where you get it from though <laughs> That's just like you're funny, honey. Sure. <laughs> wow, that's rough. Um, yeah, I I kind of relate. I totally relate. Kind of. Um, my my father figure doesn't get what I think is funny, and he definitely doesn't get my taste in music. Um, I've known him for twenty years, and um, he still doesn't get it. It's hilarious. He's still stuck in like the '60s, '70s classic rock era. It's it, that's the probably the most hilarious part to me. Um, <laughs> has your sense of humor gotten you in trouble? Uh, and, and I say this kind of with a half expectation that the answer is yes. Like every comedian that I've ever talked to has had a moment where their sense of humor has gotten them into trouble, whether it's a snarky comment. Or uh, some tomfoolery that got out of hand, um, but really, I'm I'm looking for you to elaborate a little bit on something that you can remember as a time that your sense of humor got you in trouble. There's so many times, like, like I many classes that I have been asked to not to not speak up anymore and throughout high school and college uh, I 
trying to think of like a specific one um that super stands out i went as a tampon at my office uh halloween like we were allowed to draw dress up as um we wanted uh and i double checked i'm like i just want to uh make sure this is uh open and they're like yeah as long as it's not too sexual and i'm like oh don't worry (laughs) (laughs) so without telling them that you were gonna go as a tampon you were like are you sure that this is you're totally cool. <laughs> I feel like yeah. if you had included the word tampon, you may have gotten a more honest response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I like cardboard applicator wrapper. <laughs> like, how did you do it? <laughs> I found like the stuffing that people use for quilts, and I made that into a skirt, and I took like red paint. And just... <laughs> oh my god! Oh. I was going to jump in and ask, like, because like, did you go bloody? Oh, oh, that's so good. I had like a pair of tights that I wore as a hat, and I like, uh, t- like twisted them together so it would look like the the string. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> okay, I think you've earned high praise from the ugly gang. <laughs> Cause this is like you you went spinal tap. You turned it to eleven. Like you were like, you said I could do anything. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. Um, I have only one more question, but I'm gonna reserve it till uh somewhere toward the end. Uh Dave, do you wanna take it away? Yeah, sure. Um Sam, first of all, I wanna thank you for going through the gauntlet. Uh <laughs> kind of weird to have three interviewers, but we're giving this a shot. Uh, this got... is fun. Oh, good, good. I we we weren't a hundred percent, but with like <laughs> how it would go. Um, I was worried you might feel outnumbered. Um, my questions span kind of a, a distance. My first one is Sam. Do you have a favorite color? Oh, that is a good question. I love purple. Ooh, okay. Everybody likes purple. Um. What are your thoughts on the India-Pakistan situation? <laughs> you don't actually have to answer that. <laughs> I just wanted to ask you. <laughs> okay. I wish, I wish I could have like just like had something like like t- toss some knowledge out there uh, <laughs> casually. Yeah, I almost I was interested yeah. if if you were gonna like. Oh, wow. You don't know what you just opened. Like, <laughs> I mean, I almost feel like we should have scripted this and given her that one question as a prefix of what we were going to ask. Like, that's the, the only context she had for the show also. And we wrote her a written answer <laughs> from a Harvard right. professor. <laughs> okay, I do, I do have some actual questions. Um... Sam, what do you think of hecklers? Um, it's a, like, I know a lot of comics hate them, but I am kind of ambivalent, because most they do think that they're helping the show. Uh, so I try mm. to be as nice to them as I can, because I've seen hecklers flip on comics, uh, or, like, flip an audience on comics. Okay. Yeah, we, 
Uh, we've seen a few different kinds. I, I've been a little too drunk at shows and butted in when I shouldn't have. Learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard, especially when, when like alcohol is involved at like most of the venues we're at. And people are just out and they're trying to have a good time. Yeah, and if and if a comedian's doing a good job, you almost feel like you're in a room with them, so... Yeah! It'll catch you off guard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally love very offensive humor, but it's kind of like a big thing right now. Do you think it has a place in comedy? Uh, or, like, maybe not? Like, does it make... Do you think it pushes people away too much, maybe? I... Uh, <sighs> If if it punches down, it, at least personally, I'm not a fan of it. Um, if it's if it's somebody like saying a joke that somebody would be considered offensive, and it's like it's t it's speaking their own truth, like it's if it's something that, um, like I. I hate rape jokes, uh, but if it's a if it's a person who went through rape and found a way to make it, it funny, then I I don't think that they should be censored at all. Right? Yeah, I totally agree. Like you don't, it, comedy should never make people feel excluded. In my in my opinion, and I, um, do you have a favorite story about a bad situation between you and a club? Uh, not that we're trying to learn or anything. <laughs> um, I mean, there's like there's definitely a couple couple bookers in like Michigan who are like known for collecting money from the bar but not paying the comics anything. Um, so there's those kind of situations. Uh, I think every uh, female or female identifying comic has has have has had to deal with like a, a booker trying to hook up with them Ew. um i once had to cancel a show i had to cancel it like three weeks out uh because my dad was going through some health problems and the day before the booker like reached out to me he's like oh really your dad's having health problems and then he like listed like every event that i had clicked interested in in the past like month that was that week uh and I'm like, yeah, like I am in a different state. But it was creepy to me that he like had gone through book profile and like kind of really? dug deep for that. Yeah. Just totally Facebook stalk you. Creepy. Um, after a great show, what's your favorite thing to do afterwards? Um, after a great uh this is gonna be I love to like and get some ice cream and just kind of like tuck in at home what was the first but part of that answer be a hermit like okay hermit and ice cream Wait. okay uh, it's like both my bad show and good show routines are pretty similar uh, <laughs> just just either way we're ending and we're, we're going to the ice cream store <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite kind of ice cream I love, I love anything with like chocolate chunks, like fudge chunks in it. Mm. So, uh, what is it? Moose tracks? Yeah, moose tracks. Doggy dog. It's delicious. Yeah, Mac and mm. Island fudge would have been a better Michigan brand to name, Dave. But yeah, moose tracks. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
Bob had for loving tiny Reese's and ice cream. <laughs> They're so good. I had an oh. audience member at today's show be like, uh, I got some new fat jokes for you. And at first I thought he was like talking about like broad in general, like fat jokes, but now they were like specific jokes <laughs> for me uh, oh, to tell God. about my body at future shows. Wow. I wrote fat jokes for you to tell, you fucking cow. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. Wow, that's that's fucking hilarious. Oh, the balls on somebody like that. Jeez. Uh, is there anything that you like to do outside of comedy that you feel like sort of represents you or anything like if you were to meet someone like on the street and they're like, oh, I love to do this. And then you're like, well, I like to do this. Like, what is there anything? That you like to do outside of comedy that you like to represent? I think that the question is, uh, do you have any hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, with, I have a degree in anthropology, so I used to do archaeology. Um, I, miss, I miss being able to be like out there in the field, but I, I'm, all, I'm all for, for anthropology. And then um, I used to help out and uh, I volunteered on crime scene um, collecting uh, human remains. Mm. So, <laughs> will you be my new best friend? We need a we need a backup track of the Law and Order soundtrack of the Law and Order sound. Yeah, I I'll be honest with you. When you were talking about anthropology, the first question that came to mind was, "What does it mean to be in the field as an anthropologist?" And now that you described like volunteer body picker upper, I don't know if I want to know the answer to that question. It might be an actual field. Yeah, there's that is very true. And it sounds like there's remains involved either way, so I'm gonna just step back and have some distance on this one. I mean, you always hear about people dropping dead, right? But you never hear about the people that pick them up and take them away. <laughs> That's. Yeah. Those people deserve love, too. True. They do. <laughs> so, I personally love things that are awful for me. I wrote a few examples here. Drugs, sugar, fatty foods, carbs, beer, and cigarettes. <laughs> do you have any favorites? <laughs> I basically go the whole spectrum. Quick list of Dave's vices right there. <laughs> um... I, I think sugar, like, sugar is huge for me. Like, I have a very big sweet tooth. Hashtag Mac and Island fudge. Boom. It got that. Uh, <laughs> and then social media, I it's one of my biggest vices. I can waste a ton of time on it. Oh, oh wow. I Good really, I really, really want Facebook and Instagram to install uh, time trackers. So, like, they literally track the amount of time you spend staring at that screen. And they have apps for that. Do they? Well, I want to yeah. know how much time I've wasted on. Maybe I don't want to know. I, I'm, t I'm <laughs> curious either way. Because I'm right there with you, Sam. Like, I feel like it's hours I can just spend in front of my computer staring at nothing, just scrolling uh -huh. down. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and then I'll go into like wormholes where I'm on like someone's profile page that's like a friend of a friend, and I'm trying so gingerly not to accidentally press like on anything. Don't oh, you're like four, you're four years in the past. And you're like, don't fucking click like. Don't, don't let them know that you're bag stalking them. Oh, that's that's awesome. See, I'm you're like, I'm super weird because I'll find, so I'll go through people's interests. And I'll be like, what? You like Sam Cooke? And then I'll look up Sam Cooke songs. And now suddenly I'm looking at the songwriter for Sam Cooke songs. Because that's the way my mind works. Is that I just have to learn, like, why. Why are the things the way that they are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to look at Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to say, I'm, I want to look up what happened to Josh Hartnett later tonight. Like that, I would, that like popped into my mind because I was like watching somebody's uh, posted from like an old '90s movie. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that guy in forever. Uh, yeah, like what happened to that guy? Wasn't he in some <laughs> movies a while ago? <laughs> Why did he stop doing those movies? <laughs> yeah. Right, last question for me, Sam. Are there any other mediums you you would like to do comedy in? I I am taking a sketch writing class. Well, I'm I'm, I'm finishing up with that at Planet Ant down here. I have enjoyed that. It's let me kind of explore different um, to to make are people you, laugh. In. <laughs> are you trying to make people laugh with the with your drawings? Oh, uh, like it... a, uh, like SNL sketches, like. Right. Uh, Oh, right, right. I totally got that one wrong. Right, not like cartoonists, Dave. I absolutely love the English language. Dave's just vying for a reason to ask you if you love Family Guy. That's all that was. It was like, what? You like cartoons that are funny? <laughs> I do love cartoons, I'm not gonna lie. But, you know, like a lot of, a lot of comedians uh, want to be actors and things like that. I cannot keep in character like as soon as i hear uh somebody else laughing i completely break yeah no i'm the same way there's no way i could compose myself and like method i can't do method are you kidding me like there was somebody <laughs> recently we had the headliner crash on our couch um this last show uh and and we were kind of asking him if he'd pursued anything as far as acting and he said that he had to do this, uh, like, um, sex scene, right? And the chick that he was doing he it with... He do a bunch of sex scenes. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, I was trying to be like, eh, about it, but okay, Dave. Uh, but he said that the chick that was w doing it with him was, like, totally method and, like, ready to, like, get down and party right there. I would have been terrified. I'm just so sad. <laughs> yeah. That would, yes, I mean, especially, uh, I mean, I guess, like, I really have to, to be, like, uh, full attention, you know, but, like, I don't know how you would, maybe, 
could like a date it or like you could take a like a twig and like wrap it with like twine (laughs) (laughs) she was like let's do a realistic representation of reality and just grab a stick out of the woods (laughs) something that's a little weird looking and it's not very big right that's what we're going for (laughs) like like a penis splint <laughs> kind of curves off to one side. <laughs> you you want me to tape it to a stick? I getcha. I wasn't fully aware of where we were headed. Looking... How long until you guys think there's dick Invisalign? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not not much longer after we patent that. Uh... Right? Yeah, I think you're onto something, David. I think we all just got rich. <laughs> Shit, we better not post this. <laughs> yep, trademark it. Um, last question. Unless uh Liz, do you have anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> last question. Uh do you have a favorite curse word? I like twat waffle. Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Can you elaborate as to what is a twat waffle? Because that's what I want to know now. Don't you have Google? Yeah, am I going to find this on Urban Dictionary later? Would it be easier for me to go that route? You can't. It is delightful. Um, Urban Dictionary's <laughs> definitions are pretty delightful. But The way uh, that you said delightful, it sounded like a dessert. Like, yeah, I'll have the twat waffle, please. And can I have strawberries? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh, Dave, holy shit. Uh, I wasn't prepared for how funny this was going to be. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh, twat waffle. I'm not gonna, like, forget. That's seared into my brain now. Okay, cool. I'm gonna, like, live, sleep, and dream twat waffle now. <laughs> Do you know what I want nothing more? I want uh, a cat house somewhere. Um, uh, like a, a brothel uh, called the uh, twat waffle house. <laughs> That's what I want. Open <laughs> 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> they would serve waffles. You know they would. They would be the top selling item on their menu. Hey, uh, <laughs> they're, they're not about kink shaming at the Twat Waffle House. Oh, no, uh, God. so <laughs> <laughs> waffles and donuts. I'll be honest with you. I do not think that there would be, the, like... The A team would not exist at the Twat Waffle House. <laughs> it would be like C team and below, and that's it. <laughs> I think it matters what time of day you show up, right? That would, oh, I guess, yeah. the quality of the waffles would also depend on the time of the day that you show up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if you enjoyed Twat Waffle. Uh, catch the Irregular Comedy Show at the Avenue Bar and Grill in Owasso on the 19th of April at 9 p.m. Stay tuned for our next episode of Before the Show. This was us. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you, Sam, for coming out. Thank you for having me. <laughs>